0: Hello everybody welcome to another episode of the Charge Shot Gamescast. I'm your host Ben, aka The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me, Dr. Eggman's stunt double, Justin!
1: I would be honored to be Jim Carrey's stunt double.
0: I said Eggman's, not Jim Carrey's.
1: I mean, so. they're the same thing, right?
0: Nope. And joining <laughs> me is, uh, his, is my personal Dr. Stone,
2: Tyler. Would you like some personal tea with your face engraved in it?
0: Yes, thank you, my good. Thank you, thank you, Dr. W. What is a Dr. Dr. Stone? Well, oh, Agents, Agents, it's Agent Stone. It's Agent Stone, not Dr. Stone. That's what it is. The the guy, his kiss, his ass kisser from the first movie. He's, he's. Oh, that he, guy. I didn't know his name. The Lotte, yeah, yeah. It's Stone. He gets a lot more play in the second one. Uh, we won't be talking about Sonic 2. Uh, Although, movie, I really
2: but, want to. <laughs>
0: we really want to. Trust me, Tyler and I have both seen the movie. Um,. Maybe will maybe if if worse comes to worst we'll do, we'll give you an EX cinema shot with just both of us. There you go. And um and we'll do and we'll do that. But uh update on cinema shot coming at the end of this at the end of this episode. Uh so uh, if you haven't heard, if you're new here, we are the Charge Games Gamescast. We're a weekly video game podcast dedicated to games we've been playing and the news we've been reading. And let's start off with the ex birthday boy, Justin. It's like almost exactly a month ago. Jeez. Um I keep forgetting yours in March. I have you and Thomas's flip. I think that's my problem. Mm. I keep thinking yours is in April and his is in March, but his is coming up. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, you both look alike. So
1: yeah, I actually haven't been playing too much because I was mostly editing this past week. Um, I put out a new video Tummy, Tummy. on uh, Mega Man clones that I enjoy. Uh, so check that out. Um, had a lot of fun Gosh, making that. It's
2: super good.
1: And it's got a lot of new assets and stuff in it. I haven't just been making new assets for Judge Shot. I made some for myself too. Um Yay. I actually made them a long time ago, and I just like I was wanting to finish out the Metroid series before I changed everything over. But I was like, this is a Mega Man related video. I'm gonna put it in here. <laughs> um I'll probably switch back for like the Metroid Dread video, if I ever make that. <laughs> um, but anyway, point is I've been editing mostly. Um but what I have been playing for the most part has been tunic. Um I jumped back into that a little bit. Um Actually I made quite a bit of progress. I can't remember where I left off like the last time I talked about it, but um I had a, a it's a it's a hard game to talk about because it is kind of like it's very free flowing. I mean there's a linear way you have to do things, but like it's not like a, you know, I did the first dungeon and the second dungeon. It's a little more loose than that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I beat a boss I was stuck on and then found out that there was a teleport system in the game. So I teleported to what I thought would be the next area called the ruined atoll, which is kind of like a, like a destroyed beach, if you think of it that way. Yeah. Um, and I was wandering around all over there and I couldn't find like a way forward. Uh, it seemed like it was just a dead end down there. So I was exploring all over the place. I knew, like, I had in my in my manual or whatever, I had a map for the um, the frog's domain, which I'm assuming was the, the next dungeon I needed to do. So I was like, okay, where is the stupid frog's domain? So I went all over the place trying to find, like, you know, what would lead me there. Um, and what I what I was reading on my map made it seem like it was over near the uh, the forest. So I went back over to the forest, explored like crazy. It was kind of worth it because I ended up finding some, like, uh, little, you know, some more chests and things that I had just missed or couldn't get to before because of item stuff. But I wasted so much time just aimlessly exploring. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to look up a guide. Like, I'm, I'm done. I can't figure this out. I was like, I was going up north to, like, the, the quarry, which apparently is the next area you go to after Frog's Domain, and I was getting wrecked, like, one shot.
0: <laughs> and also, you have the uh, miasma to deal with, too, which is uh, not, not fun. Or have you not run into that yet?
1: I didn't run into that. Um,
0: okay, you you will. There's, there like, a, like a statue
1: will. with enemies, and they kept destroying me. Um, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: It gets worse. It gets a lot harder. Okay,
1: I kind of figured there. There was a few hints toward that in another area, so I kind of, I kind of figured there'd be something. Is it like energy sapping, like life steal?
0: Yeah, you pretty much your, your not. Lots just like it, your health bar actually goes down. Yeah. So even if you recover, it's you. You have to like recharge at a at a safe at a safe point to even get full health, and full everything. I think. Um, yeah, you know,
1: I that saw that somewhere else. Um, I was like kind of passive damage, and I didn't realize it at first. And then I like yeah, walked a, out of it. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. That I was I was taking damage. That
0: that sucks." Yeah, when those br- like in 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 where you are at, there's a point where the bridges are not connected and the yeah. ooze is coming yep, out. That's, that's where I was. Where the, that's what the Yeah, that's the miasma. You'll see a lot. Basically, the 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 final area or the third dungeon, that is all that. And there's a particular item you need to make that shit bearable that I didn't even know I had and I had it and I made made it way more fun to trek through. Okay. So, good cool. luck.
1: Well, good luck. yeah, point is, um, I could not figure it out, so I looked up a guide, and it said the next place to go was the ruined atoll. And I'm like, what the crap? I was just there. I couldn't make any progress. Um, What I didn't realize was the map I was looking at, which I thought was telling me, like, the the, kind of the overworld map. Like, I thought it was like an overworld map that was like, you know, this is the first area you go, this is the second area you go, etc., like, one of you know, the four dungeons, basically. Um, and then, like, the other map I had was, like, a zoomed-in look at that. But no, it was actually just... I had the map of the Ruined atoll, And I hadn't looked at the map when I was there to realize that's what that map was.
0: Justin, where are we at? I don't know. Check the map. Oh, we're here. Well,
1: the maps <laughs> don't say, like, the area name or you anything on them. So you have to look at the map when you're on the map to know that you're, like... In the area that that map is. If that makes sense. Um,
0: Observation is not your quality, my young padawan.
1: No, apparently not. So, that made everything click because it showed the Frog's Domain on there and I'm like, oh, okay, the Frog's Domain is at the Ruined toll. How do I get there? Um, so I ended up figuring that out. But it was just, it was like a really stupid moment. And I had wasted so much time, so I basically got into the Frog's Domain and then quit for the night. Um, but I picked it up, like... Just now before the show, and got through most of Frog's domain. It's a noticeably easier dungeon. Um, the, fro- oh, yeah, the frogs but... aren't that hard, and uh, no, no. I had gotten pretty buffed from like running around to random parts of the map, so it was no problem. Um, but I just got the item from that dungeon, which is very mm-hmm. cool. Um, mm-hmm. It it had actually been kind of bothering me because there's so many areas you can't get to, just like gaps. And I could see the hooks and things like that. I, I knew I had to get something for them at some point. But it's like, there's different points. Like, some of them are just kind of, like, hook anchors. And other ones are, like... um, Like, tuning basically, forks. yeah, tuning forks. Tuning and then forks. I think there's something else, too, that you can grab. Uh, and, I've, um, I mean, you can also grab enemies, but... Sure,
0: um, you can bring enemies to you.
1: Yeah, but the point is... The item you get is basically the hookshot of the game. And it's very good. Uh, because, it's like, so it's a kind of a top-down 2D game. But this hookshot, like, can grab from all directions. So, like, you can actually only use it to, like, is, go is up.
0: It, is that it uses magic meter. That's my only problem with it.
1: Yeah, I got stuck at one point because I hooked over to a platform and couldn't get down because I didn't have any more magic. And, um, I was trying to just basically, like, kill the enemies that were, like, running around below me because I had no no way to attack them with my magic or anything. So I was just, like, dropping grenades or, you know, dynamite on them to try to kill them Mm -hmm. and, like, have them give me back some magic. And it turned out one of the big frog boys came out and used his, like, sword tongue on me and pulled me down from the platform. I was like, okay, fine, whatever, that works. (laughs) But, yeah, it's kind of tricky that this traversal mechanic... Uses magic. Um,
0: Other than that, it's really cool.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I basically got the item, um, played around with it a little bit, and then saved and got ready for the show. Um, but I'm still really liking Tunic. Like, it's not as long as I thought it was. Um, like, the amount of items and stuff mm-hmm. you actually get in the game are minimal. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But... I mean, it's, it's a good adventure and I mean, it's, you know, it's an indie game. It's a first indie game from this team. I'm sure it's more of a proof of concept of what they could do with a sequel, but are you, are you trying to not say something? I'm
0: not to say, um, just, I'm going to quote Samuel <clears throat> Jackson of Jurassic Park one. Hold on to your butt. That's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. Me and Thomas have already gone through there. Hold on to your butt.
1: So I'm guessing it's more than just the three dungeons.
0: I'm um, just holding your butt. Just it's there's a re- let's just say there's a reason why I haven't gone back to it yet. Just, let's just say that, okay. That I'll, without saying anything, without happens. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Just hold on to your butt. It enjoy it while you can. Okay. Uh,
1: I I, I know you're that? not going to answer this, but what I'm picturing is like in Skyward Sword when um you like go crashing down to the volcano or whatever and like lose all your stuff and you have to run around like you know totally defenseless and grab all your items back um, that's what I'm guessing like you basically I'd have to say, do the whole say, game again the fifth. but yeah tuning's great um, I've played a little bit more Kirby not really anything crazy um, I discovered a new mouthful mode transformation um, which is just Kirby full of water <laughs> and As it might that disturbing image it that. might be my favorite one <laughs>
2: reminds me of water luffy from one piece just drinks a jug jug of water just to beat the sand dude
1: well it's like most of them you know he puts his mouth around something and like transforms into that shape this is just like slosh 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 but you can see the water what that is you can see the water inside of him and it's it's just like it's a little creepy because it's like how thin is kirby
0: He's he's a star child. He is malleable. He's as big as he needs to be. I
1: guess because it also means like he clearly has no bones or anything. Like he is just well a hollow. In
0: the in the cartoon, they go inside his stomach. He's literally a void. Okay, like he's he goes literally inside literally his
2: own stomach.
0: Yeah, Kirby has no Kirby. Kirby is an eldritch horror into itself. He's just cute looking on the outside. Yeah,
1: but it got me thinking like. I, I I need to look. Is there like fan art or anything of like some kind of Eldritch horror Kirby oh, transformation, yeah. like a you know a Cthulhu, if you will, with with a K?
0: Maybe not of for sure. Well, I mean, there's always the, there's always the cursed Kirby with feet. There's a, that. No, that's not the same.
1: With. I'm picturing um, like like mouthful mode Cthulhu.
0: Probably, I've probably. seen probably. mouthful, there's mouthful definitely, mode Negazord. There's definitely Cthulhu art of like the bosses. Um, you know, where like they're drawn in that style. I'm mm-hmm. sure there will be of of Kirby Mouthful mode as as time goes on. I
1: need a Cthulhu with a K. That's all I'm saying. Work your magic, fan art, people.
0: Mortal Cthulhu. Drop or or you can do the uh, you can do the good thing and commission somebody. Sure, maybe I'll commission that's, with that's... a K. <laughs> Pay you your go. artist people. Yeah, But it also probably exists in the ether somewhere. Somebody probably do something like that. That's what
1: I'm saying. It's like, just to put the inspiration out into the world.
0: Get in touch with my artist. She could do it.
1: I'm not saying make it for me. I'm just putting the inspiration out there. But I'm um, also saying
0: make it for me, please.
1: <laughs> but, uh... That... Honestly, I think that's it. Like, I've... You, I, never you know, I dabbled in a few things. Um, I think I played, like, part of a mission in... Strangers of Paradise, and, you know, various things like that. But Mm -hmm. I just haven't had time outside of editing. I only played Kirby because I was on a car ride. Oh, Chrono Cross. That was the other one I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah. I didn't forget about it. It's just I don't think of stream games, usually, as, like, things I played in the last week. Um, So that always, like, skips.
0: usually it's something new. Right,
1: exactly. But, yeah, uh, the Chrono Cross remaster came out. And I'm making it a stream game so that I can kind of, like, mostly play it on my Scotland trip. Um, But, like, this kind of keeps me from playing it on my own time, you know? Um, But I still get to enjoy some of it. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's Chrono Cross. Like, it's the game I remember. Um, It has a few minor quality of life improvements. Um, One of my friends that played it, like, a lot more than I did as a kid has basically been going through the, the game in god mode. Um, like like battle cheating through the combat. Um because it's it's more just for the you know, the nostalgia play than anything. But there's like you can uh speed up or slow down the combat. Um I actually find it more enjoyable at two times speed just because it smooths out some of the weird like uh frame rate stuff. Like it's like the animations themselves are at a lower frame rate than the game is running, so it just looks choppy. Um but when you do it at two times it's fine like the combat moves faster and you don't notice the choppy animation stuff um and then uh there's like so there's like a like a boost type mode where like unlike the final fantasy remasters where it just like makes you unhit or uh makes you like unstoppable um this basically like you still have to put do input and everything um but the enemies like almost always miss So you can play the game normally just without fear of, you know, getting killed, essentially. Um, I haven't used that. Um, I I probably could have on that uh, griffin boss that I was stuck on. But I just don't want to. I want to play the game legit because I've never beaten it. Um, So, then there's an auto battle uh, and a a few other things I can't remember offhand. But they're really, like, nice, like, uh, just kind of, you know, quick click button combos on the controller. Um, A lot of them in the Final Fantasy games were, like, things you had to toggle on and off in the menu. And a few of them, like, you toggle them on and you're, like, you're locked out of, like, completing the game. Because you can't, like, it it stops you from getting achievements or trophies or, you know, whatever. Because you're cheating. Um, This one, like, it's just, you can turn them on and off. It's fine. Um, So it's a lot more accessible, I think. But... Uh, I'm playing on Switch so I don't care anyway there's no achievements um, but yeah the the game itself is still the same thing uh the FMVs aren't as like uprezzed as I thought they would be um I would guess the um what they like had already built cuz you can't like remake those uh they lost the original files so all they have is the like the raw movie files um that are probably already compressed so there's only so much you can do with them mm-hmm. the game itself looks pretty good uh the backgrounds are definitely like over smoothed with the uh the ai upscaling or whatever that they did um i'm i, I want to wait a few months and get the game on pc and see what the mod community does with it because i guarantee they'll do a better job with the backgrounds even if it's like ripping the originals from the playstation game and like re upscaling them um They'll figure it out. But I think the character models all look great. Like, my big problem, like, going back to the PlayStation version, is just how, like, ugly pixelated all the characters are. Because the backgrounds looked pretty solid, even on, you know, original PlayStation. They didn't need that much work. Um, if anything, they ruined a few of them with the upscale. Uh, but the character models looked so out of place with the backgrounds. And now it, it blends a lot better. Uh, like, the art style of it blends a lot better. Um, and you can actually like see their faces and stuff. It's not a mess of pixels like that Final Fantasy VIII meme. Um,
2: You're the best looking guy <laughs> here.
1: Yeah, but I actually think Chrono Cross looked worse than that. Um, but yeah, I'm really liking the game still. Like, um, I love how kind of open ended it is. Like, there's uh, you know the kind of the first big mission you do is getting like sneaking into Viper Manor, um, and I. Didn't even realize how many ways there are to do that. Like, you can walk straight up to the manor, I, th- I think. And, like, try to schmooze your way in. Or, like, you know, fight your way in. Or you can get a guide and kind of, like, take the back way. Um, like, sneak in up the mountain or whatever, which is what I tried to do. You have to fight this griffin boss that was, like, really hard. Um, it's basically the hard mode way to get in. Or you can go in through this secret back tunnel in a different area... Um, But it, you know, means going through this other area that has its own set of enemies and things like that. Um, So, like, that's just the first thing you do in the game, really. And already it's like it's showing off the, you know, multiple uh, multiple paths through the game. Where you can very easily miss characters because you might not need them for your mission. And then you never run into them again because you never met them in the first place.
0: Star. I know Star Ocean did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what came. I think Star. No, Star Ocean was a Super Nintendo game, so that must have came yeah. first. Yeah, Star Ocean's old. Um, so that. Okay, I really need to play that remake. Remake. <laughs> I have it. The yeah, remake. I mean it,
1: that was kind of a popular thing at the time. Was the more open-ended RPG things. I mean, look at you know Final Fantasy VI and the World of Ruin, um, and Chrono Trigger. Oh, like the mind. last half of Chrono Trigger. Um, all kinds of games were like that. But, anyway, I just thought I'd give a report. Because, like, while I was streaming the game, a lot of people were asking, like, how the performance is, what I think of the remaster, that kind of stuff. So, I figured I needed to report in on the game here, too.
0: So, that's all. That's crazy. Uh, but watching your stream reconfirmed me, like, I will wait a long time to play this game. Because it's just... Even as a... Not assuming... Not, not even as connections to Chrono Trigger aside. it just... Looks so slow. Like it looked like you were walking in tall grass on a summer day and you're sweating. And I know like you can use the excuse like, oh, it's the PS1. I'm like, I don't know, man. I didn't feel that slow with Final Fantasy Seven or Grandia or other RPGs at the time and on the PS on the same console. So it's like it just looks like from a design standpoint, it just looks like it'd be one of those games I play on my Switch what? Oh, okay, hold on. Like, and that could just be might be being narcoleptic, but... Man, I, for $20, I might bite, I might bite, but... Fuck, man, nothing about that game just looks... Combat
1: appealing. moves a, a little slow. I think the overworld and stuff is actually faster, because you don't really have, like, tons of random battles or anything. Like, it's more mm-hmm. A to B, and there's a few enemies along the way.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm gonna play it at some point, but... Uh, yeah. Tyler!
2: So, if you recall last week, I uh, dabbled a bit in uh, Legends Arceus again, just so I can get the event Pokemon. Um, uh, And I was successful in getting the Darkrai event in uh, Shining Pearl, but for the Arceus one, that was a bit trickier, because you have to beat the game, and you have to pretty much catch Arceus in Legends Arceus before you can unlock the the Arceus uh, event in uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Which is bullshit, by the way! I really hate that design choice of making an event locked under, beating an entire game. But, I digress. Uh, if you recall last week, I was stuck in the penultimate boss fight against Volo, I think it is? Where he's basically just Dude Cynthia and that fight is hard. that fight's really bullshit because not only do you have to contend with his full party of six Pokemon, which can one-shot you at any turn, but as soon as you beat his full team, he summons a Giratina, which is at level 70, by the way, and that has the capacity to one-shot you as well, and the game doesn't even have the courtesy to fully heal your team after beating Volo. So, you're it, whatever Pokemon you have, that's all that's left to fight Giratina. And chances are, your your mons are hurt pretty badly in that last battle. They and, wouldn't
1: be if you'd get good.
2: Yeah, that's wow. true.
0: Wow, says the man who hasn't even gotten there yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, suck it, Justin. Anyway, um, the Giratina fight sucks. Because A, it doesn't heal you. And B... As soon as you do beat it, which is really tough, by the way, because it soaks up damage like a sponge. As soon as you beat it, it transforms into its origin form, and then it fully heals itself. And then it gets another free turn to hit you in one shot. And at any point in any of these battles, if you lose and wipe out all your Pokémon, you have to start all the way at the beginning of the Volo fight and do it all over again. Meaning you have to take out eight Pokemon in succession, which is incredibly dumb given Arceus' battle system, where it doesn't give you, like, a turn in advance to, like, heal yourself after knocking out a Mon or whatever. But through trial and error and through grinding a whole bunch of revives and max potions, I finally beat this incredibly dumb boss fight. And my reward for my troubles was getting the... Uh, was it the Azure Flute that you get in the, uh, to, to get Arceus? And you play the Flute, and if you have not caught every single Pokemon in the game at this point, the Flute does absolutely nothing. And Arceus calls you on his god phone and says, Yo, dog, I'm not coming for you. Catch every Pokemon, loser. And I counted. There's 239 other Pokémon that you have to catch before meeting Arceus, meaning you can't beat the game until you complete it, which really infuriated me at that point, because I just spent, like, at least three days trying to get this boss fight done and over with, and my reward for my troubles was uh, telling me I can't even get to the final boss. So, yeah. Yeah, that Completionism
1: was, should be optional. It shouldn't yeah, be no, the main quest.
2: No other Pokemon game makes you do that. Like, the closest um, you get to that is in Diamond and Pearl. But the thing is, you you can go through the entire game uh, going seeing every Pokemon that uh, the, the regular decks has to offer, and the whole idea is you just have to see them, not catch them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But here... No, you gotta catch everything, and you have to know to do it in advance. Otherwise, you're gonna be spending the entire post game just trying to find every single mon as humanly possible. You have to account for uh, where exactly they spawn, what time of the day they come in, um, where, and which part of the map that they appear in. And it's such bullshit, man! Like everyone
1: already already knows that gotta catch them all is the worst part of Pokemon.
2: Yeah, right? Like, that's the main tagline for uh, Red and Blue. And even then, you still need to have uh, friends and uh, separate Game Boys and uh, separate versions just to get everything. You Mm -hmm. can't catch everything in one game anyway. But, at least in Pokemon Red, you don't have to catch all 151 Pokemon to beat the Elite Four. You can't even do that, because... Uh, Mew 2 isn't available until you beat the Elite 4, but I digress. Mm-hmm. So I spent and Mew's the last never available. Days... It is through a glitch, but that's only if you know how to I
1: know, it. the truck.
2: <laughs> no, not the truck. It's something else. But uh, I spent the last few days just grinding out, trying to catch every single damn Pokemon in this region. Like, I had the hardest time trying to get Eevees and getting all their Eeveelutions in, in line. And those things are rare. Like, I was only able to find one I, in the points that it's supposed to spawn in. I have, like, 12. Why didn't you ask me? Yeah, they're <laughs> not that rare. Oh, my goodness. I had the hardest time finding them. What? For some reason, freaking Tornadus and Landris kept showing up for me.
0: It's like, what? Uh, hmm. dude, By I the way. I kept running any EVs. I haven't involved any of them. But, like, yeah, you could have just asked, like, here, have this one. It knows baby doll eyes. There's your Sylveon.
2: Yeah, my stubborn ass wants to get them all on my own, because I can. But at this point, I'm just going to give up on this and uh, miss out on the Arceus event in Shining Pearl,
0: which That's is a so bummer, stupid. because
2: it's a bummer, because we never got that event for Original Diamond and Pearl. Right. And the experience was the whole reason why I went through this game in the first place. So, I don't know, man. Like, I wanted to like this game, but... The post game for RCS just soured my mood so much that oh, I just man. had to put it down. Like, that's why I
0: stopped. Like I'm gonna go back to it eventually, but that's why I didn't want to gut check right into it. Yeah, because at least I have something to come back to if I have to. But like that sounds awful. To yeah, do. it's been it my biggest
1: disappointment experience. of the year so far. I'm just, yeah, I'm...
2: it was promising at first, but that post game, man, ugh, never again. Yeah, hopefully so,
1: Gen 9 can redeem it.
2: We can we'll only see. hope, right? But yeah, um, that soured my mood, so I decide to go back to my bullshit and uh, play a bit more Master Duel because there's a Synchro event coming up at the time of this recording, and um, me and Lo are big Synchro Monster enthusiasts, so how could we say no? Uh, they also added a whole bunch of new cards to the game, one of which is... Super busted, I showed Justin to it on Discord And, yeah Isn't that
1: the one you said uh, that, that you'd won on my dragon deck But it wasn't available yet?
2: Uh, no Uh oh. That's a different card okay. Um The one I showed is called Shooting Majestic Star Dragon And it is the nuttiest Synchro monster out there Because it does multiple attacks 4,000 attack It can negate stuff It's just bonkers And, uh I've been doing some more rank matches, mostly with Dark Magicians, and that's been fun. Uh, hopefully I can uh, get uh, Ben all trained up for uh, his matches against Low in the near future, or he'll just be stubborn and play with the regular deck that he started with. But, you know... Probably that one. That's pretty much it for me. I haven't really dabbled in much else this
0: week. If you go hand-in-hand hand with me next week, I will. I will do it. Show me... Okay, do this. I will walk do you this. through every
2: single thing just so you understand how uh, the deck I sent you works.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, there you go. I'll I'll try. Um I'll That's give the good old college try. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you, Tyler. Um, what am I playing to you? I'm back on my Witcher 3 bullshit because I Hey, don't shake your fucking head at me. Because uh, I am successfully have transformed my streaming services into network television shows, and what I mean by that is I watch them on specific days to help me, like, basically actually watch it, and it's actually been pretty fun, like, instead, of, like, I'll watch multiple episodes in one day, but I will only watch it on that day, so it's like, I have something to look forward to, create my own hype, it's nice. Um, and my first show I started watching was The Witcher Season 2, which, in, without going into detail much better than season one only because it actually recognizes like oh yeah people like the characters a lot maybe we should have the characters together um season two is a lot better but that has made me go back to witcher 3 which i famously got like right when the pandemic first started um i bought that and like super mario maker at the same time i think because like the the first wave of like covid checks came in i'm like well it's not a lot of money as compared to what i'm getting so i can i can drop this i like, it's, it's oh so whatever. you're still playing it on switch uh, Yes, I haven't bought it on PC yet. I do want to at some point. Um, especially with cloud saves and everything like mm. that. So, like, I haven't done much. i have like, basically doing like some of the main quests. I I did, I've been basically going around the map. I forgot how huge this map was. Uh, you didn't forget about that. But I did, like, I went to this question mark that was, like, near the river. And I'm level 18. I was actually, remember, doing pretty well, like, in terms of combat. And, like, I had, like, things down pat. And then I find this level thirty-two griffin guarding this treasure, and it wasn't even that good treasure. But I was like, "All right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's. If I die, I die. If I if I live, I beat that thing. I don't know how. I I beat it on my first try. Um, because I I rec- it had very simple attack patterns. Like it would try to dive at you. It would swing at you. Uh, it swings at you. But I I would always use. Oh God. The uh, the the sign that basically gives Geralt uh, Geralt a, p- a protective shield. So even if I did get hit, it would explode, giving me a little bit of an extra route to run. And I beat it. I, level thirty two monster like normally um, in the Witcher, the Witcher three uh, monsters that are overpower that are too powerful for you will have a death skull above them, basically telling you, Hey, you might not want to. You might want to think about this. But I didn't. I just fought him and I won. And the treasure wasn't even that good. But the point is how fun the fighting was. Uh, fight how the fun the fighting was then like i did another quest like what i love about the Mm. witcher and it really reminded me why i I fell in love with this game is that you can just wander anywhere and go to a quest. one of like i love the little question marks is there either there's usually something minor treasure or something or sometimes it's a whole side quest like it'll take you to a town and i I found this little town like on the north side of of, uh oh god i can't remember the fucking town's name uh on the way north side of the map and they were like, Oh, you know, there's bandits that have been ravaging us, you have to help us. I'm like, Alright fuckers, I'll help you out. And they neglected to not tell me that the bandits that were attacking them, one of them had a fucking werewolf in them. So I'm dealing with like four gar bandits and this fucking werewolf. Still beat him on first try though. A lot of a lot of telekinetic blasts, a lot of shields. But I did it, and that's all that fucking matters. And then they gave me Gareth like, "Hey, yo, what the fuck? Why did you tell me about the goddamn werewolf?" And like, well, we we didn't really know. Like, we, you know, I just, I love Geralt's to try with humor. So, I I probably will just end up just mainlining the story a little bit more instead of wandering around because I feel like sometimes like that's the the Witcher 3's uh, detriment is uh, it, it both its enjoyment and it's a, a detriment. Is its full exploration of things where, like, you can just get sidetracked and, like, oh yeah, the main story. I should go do that. Um, and like, I'll just be wandering around the countryside a little bit too long and not do the story. And the story is actually really compelling, great voice acting. You know, you have the political drama. You have like um, the, the the stuff with series going on. It, it, it's it's really great. Like, it's <laughs> it's really great. It really remind like within just doing a couple of, of a couple of quests, reminded me how much fun it was. And just. Especially having coming off of the disappointment I, I was with uh, Stranger of Paradise, where I felt that con- that combat just... It was nice to play a game where a targeting system actually works, where I lock onto somebody and it stays locked onto somebody until I push it, push the camera hard to the other direction, not just a slight breeze. Um, and of course, pairing motherfuckers is always great. Um... So yeah, I I don't know how much I'll keep up with it because I still need to go back to be I still need to be Kirby, which I play a little bit more of. I'm in the desert world um, right now, so I think I only have one more after that. Um, not to mention all the challenges and stuff like that. So or the arena or who knows what else is gonna luck unlock after I beat the game because you know Kirby loves to throw those extra after you beat the game. So uh, and Trial Strategy's is getting still still really really good. I there's not much to be talking about it because it's usually just. Political drama, political drama, fight, political drama, political drama. There was a fight that I pulled out of my ass. So basically, you are trapped in a ravine. So like, think of it like this. So watch my hands. So like, you're kind of like this. You're in the middle here. And you are, you're kind of like making camp. And you are surrounded by um, these people who have caught you um, for betraying. um, So basically, what's happening right now is that you are approached by one of the Hyzant Seven. They are basically like the holy leaders of Hyzant. And this guy who approached you, he is basically doing illegal salt trading. Like he's selling salt under the table, which would under, undermine their business. So you have a choice. Exactly. So do you do you either go to Frost and sell the salt according to him, basically bow his wish, or do you try to report his ass to Hyzant and get him arrested? I chose to try to get him reported even though we had no evidence and hoping that maybe we'll find evidence and expose his bitch ass on the way. On the way, you end up – his men like kind of suspect them like uh, – I guess they find your scout and they tell him like, hey, she's been monitoring this other route that goes back to the kingdom. Um, and so they send a declaration of men. So you're trapped in this ravine. So you're in the middle of the ravine and you have archers on both sides and then you have him. He's like an assassin class. And I swear to God – I pulled it out of my ass with, with uh, pull out of my ass. I did as much damage as I could. My fired uh, a mage. She did a lot of AOE stuff. I literally was down to my healer, and to win it. And luckily, the she ha- it was just down to it after everybody else had died. It was my healer and this knight class and and this like ar- heavy armor class for the enemy, and he was just out of range to not hit her because if he would have hit her, it would have been over. And the best part is, the previous turn, I had hit him with uh, one of my other characters. Like, I did double damage, so he had, like, a pixel of health. Up. So, just by sheer luck, I pulled that fight out of my ass. And that was the second time doing it. Um, it was a hard fight, man. Like, I, I sometimes, like, think I'm not smart enough for this game, and then I, I just feel good when I pull that out of my ass like that. But sometimes that's all it takes. It's still really, really fun, especially when you start to, start to see... When you put your strategy in there, like, okay, we're going to move you here. We're going to try to get this here. Um, I think my biggest default that I didn't have was there's a character that I recruited early on. One of his special abilities is he can actually make ladders for, like, to go up sides of buildings or sides of cliff sides. So he was way too low level to throw him in a battle. And I did not feel like grinding him up because like it was not like a, like a one or two. It was like a six-level difference. I'm like, that's, that's too much. Um, and he wasn't really in, like... You recruit him early on, and I was like, well, you're not really that important, and I'd rather use other people, and like, and I kind of, I wish I would have kept him, like, maybe put him in there every now and then just to level him up at some point, so who knows. But I won the fight! I, I won the fight regardless, and um, uh, what's great is that he thinks you're gonna, you think you're getting to talk, and then his bitch just starts to run, and then your uh, assassin pretty much decapitates his head, head off. So now you have no proof that this guy, that that the, um... Uh, was running an uh, a, a salt trade, or the guy he was working for. Uh, the story is kind of is a little weird. How it, like all of a sudden you're dealing with Esfrost and now you're you're dealing with this, and now you're dealing with Hyzant So I'm like, I'm trying not to start like a trip, a uh, three way war where we're fighting a war on two fronts because that would be way too difficult. So, so you're saying you to... don't want to start
2: a triangle war?
0: Hmm. Exactly. Exa- I don't want to. I don't want to relit the Salt Iron Wars. Yeah. Um, Watch so... the final boss be Salt Bay. No um but yeah th- th- that- g- that game is still is still going strong. You should like, always want it's... to start a three way, no, no, not if I'm in, not if I'm not into it um so yeah, um, I'm about halfway through, I think I just meet chapter ten, um I recruited some new characters, uh actually, I recruited my new favorite character. It's this little girl who's just juggling in the middle of the uh, middle of the forest, and she's um and she, apparently she was like uh. Uh, a circus performer, but the circus has abandoned her for some reason, and she is basically a decoy character. So she can actually create a decoy, uh, and I thought, okay, it'll just stay there, be static. No, the decoy moves. The decoy, the, you can't control the decoy, but the decoy moves and attacks. And I'm like, yes! Oh my god, I found my new favorite character, and she's really cool. Like she doesn't hit a lot of damage with that little movement. Uh, helps a lot so she she's like a good supplemental character and then i got this cool grizzly old man who like has one eye missing and he's like um i already had an archer but she was on the hawk and she was she was good and like she definitely was good for movement but this guy while he's older he has like harder hitting so he can like shoot straight across a battlefield and like pierce through shit so he's a lot better for that so now i have two archers what's better than one archer two archers Ash ask, ask fx i'm sure they would like two archers anyways that was a bad joke. I've never seen Archer. Wow. Um, Phrasing. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying the game, and I I had to put The Witcher Three down because I'm like I need to remind myself I need to beat these two first before I continue on with anything else. Like I really need to focus time on those games because I'm actually enjoying them. It's not like I'm not enjoying them. It's just that like my brain says Witcher Three, Witcher Three, Witcher Three, but I need to go back and uh, and play those. Uh, That being said, I need to talk about Strangers in Paradise and how it's my biggest disappointment this year. And it feels like a Square Enix game is always going to... One Square Enix game will always be a disappointment of the first half. And now I think next... If there is a Square Enix game to come out in the first half of next year, I'm just going to be like, Nope, I'm going to wait till you're like 30 bucks and then we'll see. Um, I... Uh, I, I, I do not like the game. I don't like the combat. I don't like the job system. I don't like the loot system. Um, and hearing about the story and how it's not as crazy as I thought it would be, or it's just like, it's not as off the rails as I thought it would be. And it's just, man, again, I'm playing on a, and not to mention it doesn't help that the PC version is awful. It's unoptimized. That didn't help. Um, it just, nothing clicked with me. And I'm glad Justin's having a great time with it. I really am. Because I'm glad pe- people are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just... I've seen people not... getting the
1: Platinum. I don't think I'll do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's... Like, and it sucks. Because, like... I felt like I had two choices in my head. Elden Ring or this game. And something in my... And normally my gut is right. You've been there with me. Where, like, normally I choose right. And I talk about a game. Or I can't shut the fuck up about it. And y'all wanted me to stop. And I was like, I'm going to choose Stranger to Paradise. So something about that looks like it's going to be... And it just wasn't. And like it's like, it's like is this what Heartbreak is like? Because I, I haven't had this experience with the game in a while where something I was actually really looking forward to. Like Bare Default, it was like, okay, I'm really looking forward to you but not like the way I was with Strangers of Paradise. So it's like, fuck man. Luckily, thanks to Thomas's suggestion, that that, that could have ended the stream right there where we just play for like an hour and a half and be like, done. That Dark Knight boss fight just did me and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> easy I didn't movies.
1: even have so no much trouble with him. I don't know.
0: I don't know dude, maybe it's because i'm I'm playing after working for eight hours and then two yeah. hours on the bus, I mean a lot of it is mindset,
1: so. like I would put a boss down and come back the next time and beat it first try,
0: so like um yeah, luckily, uh we played some taku no jutsu on on stream, which ended up being really really fun that was that was a lot of fun to, to play that to play down on stream um but yeah, no, I won't be playing strangers Paradise anymore because I don't want to compete bitching about it like a certain blue puppet won't stop bitching about things. Um, so what are you uh, gonna play instead? But, uh, I don't, Genshin Impact. I'm <laughs> um, yes. I don't play Genshin in- Liar right now. It's not happening. He, I know he. I know he is Tune into my stream on Tuesdays. We will play Genshin Impact for a while. How long? I don't know. Maybe I'll become addicted and I'll end up having to sell the house because I needed to get right in Shogun. I probably won't get that addicted. But welcome like, to-, gotcha to hell I I just want to play the game. Okay, I just need to play something to play. And I wanted to play something where, like, people want to see me play it. And, yeah, we're going to play Genshin Impact. So, on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go talk about the news. News, news, news. Eh? <laughs> your movie looks weird rah, rah, rah. I'm sorry the what lightyear I oh know. I don't care I mean but it's Chris Evans, it's just... not
1: Tim Allen, but
0: no yeah, exact that's an improvement, but just overall, yeah. just like uh, it looks, it's whatever it looks, f- looks fun it' just something about it's just off to me It's like I just want the toy I don't care about the dude. just have Chris Evans replace um uh Shit, we already have the cartoon series, but' it's lightyear and star Command. Right. Nobody remembers that anymore, unfortunately. I do, Tyler. You do, but you're old now, so you don't matter anymore. Um, I matter. Fuck you. Yeah, that was mean.
1: We're we're back, by the way. Everyone's heard that. (laughs)
0: I know. It's it's, it's what they think. Otherwise, it's what what companies think. We don't want your money anymore.
2: People in the comments, do you remember Buzz Lightyear and Star Command, whether it be the direct uh, video movie or the TV show on Disney?
1: I mean, I didn't watch it, but I remember it. Like, I remember it being a
2: thing. As long as you remember it, that's fine. Yeah. PlayStation 1 game.
1: Hey, Toy Story 2 on PlayStation 1 was great.
0: I didn't say Toy Story 2. I said... Bust Lightyear, Space Command. I know exactly
2: what you're talking about. That game is
0: butts. I don't. I don't know that game. I guess it's ass. No, Toy Story was okay. Yeah, Toy Story yeah. on the Super Nintendo was better. Um, uh-huh. All right, so let's talk about it. My dreams are coming true. Tomb Raider Four. Yes. Crystal Dynamics has announced a new Tomb Raider game and revealed it will be built using Unreal Engine 5, the hot thing on the block. Can we
1: handle Lara Croft in Unreal Engine 5? If, not. I could
0: handle, if I could handle Lara Croft with Pixel PlayStation 1 pixels, we can handle Lara Croft in, in Unreal Engine 5. Um, or it's also probably
1: going to be a reboot. I don't think it's going to be Tomb Raider 5. Or 4, I mean.
0: Well, 4. Yeah, for... Yeah, well, we'll see. Announcing the game during the state of Unreal 2022, Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider franchise general manager Dallas Dickinson, that's a name, promised a high-quality cinematic action-adventure experience but showed no gameplay or images and didn't reveal a release window or title. Dickinson, the team, is looking to push the envelope of fidelity and is looking to create an experience fans deserve from Crystal Dynamics and Tomb Raider as a series. Uh, Crystal Dynamics became the latest... Yeah, so this will be the first new mainline Tomb Raider game since Shadow Tomb Raider, which was released in 2018. I still need to beat that one. Uh, <laughs> Chris Hammers is known for its recent years, so yeah, we have a new confirmation of a new Tomb Raider game in development. No word of it's going to reboot, reboot. Um reboot. Again, don't no spoiling. Shadow of Tomb Raider because I really want to beat it. Um Maybe I'll just rebeat the other two games on stream and beat Shadow of Tomb Raider on stream.
1: I mean, I don't know the end of it um, either. I'm just assuming they'd want to start a new series.
0: Don't I tell only beat the, the first one, so I couldn't tell you. Um. I mean, cool. I mean, like, now, like, Unreal 5 is a thing, uh, or it's becoming a thing. I think there was even, like, a, um, a tweet that was put out by, I think it's Unreal themselves, um, not Unreal, Epic themselves, that, um, that showed, uh, Jack Keelan tweeted out and it showed all the companies that, um, I will link it to you, Justin, if you want to post it. Um, well, it's probably
1: in the, the article we have about Unreal Engine 5
0: there you go there's a hot access to it right there um and there's a couple of companies so i think that's cool i'd be curious to see what it looks like considering i thought tomb raider shadow tomb Raider specifically on the just on the xbox i have uh shadow tomb raider via epic game store because they gave all three of those games for free those games already looked great on pc like they really looked like you know i i'm pretty sure they were using unreal 4 or at least the latter ones or i don't know if like um 2013's reboot was using Unreal Four. It probably was using Unreal Three, uh, since probably. that was a PS3 game. That was a PS3 game, so um, or like a 360 PS3 game. So I'm excited, New Tomb Raider. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. You know what, what else do. is interesting?
1: Rare is yeah. on this list of studios making games in Unreal Five. We yeah, don't know what Rare Unreal is working on prefer. in Unreal Five.
0: Golden Eye. GoldenEye Remake confirmed in Unreal 5. Nah, they're making
2: Conker's Bad Fur Day Remake in Unreal 5. To be
0: fair, we don't know what any of these studios are Conker's Bad Unreal Fur 5. Day
1: Remake Remake. Because like, they already, um, already remade it once.
0: Like, uh, who's on here that I reckon? 2K. Well, 2K we can guess what they're doing. Um, like, any, we don't know anything what any of these studios are The only ones we know of for sure are this and the game we're going to be talking about later on. Uh, that confirmed to be using Unreal 5? Uh, we
1: know a review. Um, Witcher. Witcher 4, or Witcher whatever that ends that's up being. Yeah.
0: Um no spelling on out of here, please.
1: I don't... There, there's been a few others. I don't remember what, but...
0: Yeah. So we know some. Uh, everybody's fighting over Unreal 5. I'm just looking forward to see what Capcom does with the uh, RE engine, because that's, that's proven to be dividends for them. So we're gonna have two big engines competing. Those are gonna be the premier engines going into ne- into like whatever the next generation of of, of games is gonna be right there. And of but on the now, Note, that Unreal totally, Five. Yeah, on the <laughs> Unreal Five, we have uh, it goes into two, um, go goes into it and pretty much. Two years after Epic Engine uh, revealed Unreal 5 Engine with Gorgeous Tech Demo, which is, I think, that desert one. Um, it's been released alongside a playable shooter called Lyra. Unreal Engine 5 is Epic's latest line of game engines available to game developers big and small. Well, the reason of a new game engine is typically new. Um, typically can use that it excites nice so us until a well-video you start playing out. Epic versus, uh, uh Unreal Engine 5 with a block versus Tech Demo, which is the... Um, that was the, uh, the the Matrix thing. Um, for the movie that was in December. No, this day is a day. different
1: one. This is Lumen in the Land of Nanite, the desert thing you were talking okay. about.
0: Uh, okay. Um,
1: it shows off the global uh, or the dynamic illumination, and the uh, like scatter plot environment tools that basically let you create right. like rubble and stuff in an instant. All
0: right, and then of course the what well, the bigger showcase that I'm thinking of is. When they had the the tie in with the Matrix, yeah, uh, in December of last year, which like you had the Keanu and oh god, oh, what's her name? Um, Trinity. Monica Bellucci. Trinity. I was thinking of her actress's name since I did Keanu. Carrie Ann Moss. Um, Carrie Ann Moss. I don't know. What I Monica
1: Bellucci. Like Come on. Get Whatever. Out of here. Excuse
0: me. Oh. Um like you knew you had to Google that. Um, and that was like sort of like the first How big do you? thing. Was um whatever that was that was the first that was the first big thing that I like that would get people to look was the was the Matrix thing. So now it's in the full swings. Uh, Unreal Engine five will keep evolving. Developers known for open world games are already lined up for projects such as a CD project Red with the next Witcher game using Unreal Engine five. Uh, according to Epic's uh, game uh, CTO Kim uh, Liberry, the relationship between Epic Epic and developers means that if uh, if CDPR finds areas of improvement for Unreal Engine 5. These can find their way back to Epic and be used by other developers. We're going to be learning so much about how to take open-world games to the next level. I'm sure the whole community is going to benefit from that relationship. The back-and-forth developers and Unreal Engine 5 has already been put to use. Liberty says Coalition, another AAA studio, has announced it's using UE5 uh, for its next game. uh, Hmm. Has already uh, added contributions and improvements to UE5 that were implemented into The Matrix Awakens. Um... Oh, Disney Fortnite's also published. moving
1: to UE five.
0: Yeah, RAP Switch version. Um, See, <laughs> so yeah, this is pretty much a sort of overcast view of Unreal Engine five, and hardly believe that it it's here. And it's definitely impressive, but it, it's we won't really know what we can do until like it's out on consoles, out on PCs, and then like what you can really when you when you give a game scope inside this engine, what you <clears> can <throat> really do. But it's definitely exciting.
1: I mean the coolest thing about it is that it basically it um automates a lot of like very high uh processor heavy um features so you can do all of that in engine, meaning it's not taking so much on the processing end to like, you know, manually do all these things that takes up memory and stuff like that. So like this mentions how they can, you know put photorealistic things like the Matrix Matrix Awakenings on like the Xbox Series X or S. I mean, that's like the lower end console. And so like the basically the the bar of what games will like the the low end of what games will look like is going to raise like crazy with UE5. Um because a lot of these developers that otherwise wouldn't be able to make games this impressive are going to have a lot of those tools just built into the base engine. Uh, so they can just focus on you know making the game the best it can be rather than like how do I make the lighting look good and you know I think of examples like uh, last gen's like the PS4 gen um, Troll and I that I thought was like a very visually impressive game like in, in pre-release and then I actually played it and I was like oh no like no. this look this plays terrible and it's just like. It's visual it's sometimes visually impressive like in still images, but it's a really bad game. We're still gonna have some of that from developers that just, you know, make things look pretty but don't actually know how to make a game. But it's at least going to cut down on a lot of the guesswork of how to make these things run on these consoles. And that's cool.
0: And I like the whole I like the whole inner like like learning like okay, C D Project Red figures out a trick with Unreal Engine 5 or any developer and it goes back to Epic and Epic can then share that information which typically doesn't happen from my understanding game development like game, game developers are used to like, game, yeah. uh, games close to the chest so I kind of like that like you use our engine you know everybody's going to get access to it which I think that's, that's only going to be helpful like, and Epic's
1: know. so good at like user tools um, and this even mentions the the Nanite part of the uh, engine Let's developers import film quality visual aff- assets into the game while maintaining a real time frame rate. So instead of having to like you know create a, a texture or whatever and like map it to a model, um, you can have like you can just scan in like probably a, I, I would assume a fully rendered like finished 3D model, and like that is your asset. Like it's it's all already rendered. It already looks great. Um, as a, as one thing, that's how I read it at least.
0: Yeah, I would agree. So, exciting times abound. Um, moving on to our next thing, which is, uh, we are getting remakes. Um, Remedy Rockstar Games announced remakes of Max Payne One and Two. For PC, PS5, and Series X. So, um, if you ever want to hear about my wife, my kid, and my job, <laughs> get ready for it all over again. In a surprise announcement, Remedy will be working <laughs> with Rockstar on a new publishing agreement to remake the first two Max Payne games. Uh, for the As I just said, Remedy will handle development while Rockstar will finance the project which will be in line with the typical Remedy AAA, uh, AAA game production. The Max Payne Remix will be also be developed by Remedy's Northlight North game engine, the same engine used to develop Control and the upcoming Alan Wake 2. The original Max Payne uh, games were also a result of a partnership between Remedy and Rockstar. With Remedy handling the development of Rockstar Publishing, Rockstar also handled the development of Max Payne 3. We're thrilled with our, when our long-term friends at Remedy approached us about remaking the original Max Payne games. Uh, we are massive fans of the work that uh, the Remedy team has created over the years, and we can't wait to play these new versions. Remedy CEO Tiago Vitrala added, "Max Payne has always had a special place in the hearts and everyone at Remedy, and we know that millions of fans worldwide feel the same. Um, so yeah, the project can sound like it will be a full rank given it was developed by Remedy's newest engine. It will all be, it will be matching, matching a triple A budget. It's tantalizing to imagine, the original Max Payne games built using the same engine as Control and Alan Wake two. Remini has a successful run of late, yeah. So it's pretty much fluff. So yeah, that's a surprise. Um, did y'all, y'all have any experience with any Max Payne games? Not particularly
2: in my case. I'm only familiar with uh, the Max Payne face. You know the that grimace <laughs> right there. That's I know
1: very I little have. about Max Payne, but I thought it was at least worth you know putting the the news in here, even if we don't have anything to say about it.
0: I, I've played Max Payne 3, because uh, the old, like um, I the first two just didn't appeal to me, so I figured, fuck it. I think I don't remember how much I paid for the game. It wasn't that expensive, and the game was a lot of fun. Um, I still have it on my PS3. I'm looking at the case right now, but I haven't hooked up my PS3 in almost, almost two years now. Shit! <laughs> um, uh, so I should probably buy it again on PC when it's super cheap. But it was really fun! Like, it, like that was a dope game, and I think it actually goes, like... There's a flash... I remember, there's, like, a flashback on to, like, one of the Max Payne... Like, his backstory, so... Um, it definitely was at least accessible to me. Like, uh, you just need to know, like, this guy had a fucked up life in New York City, and now he's in... I think you're in Cuba in Max Payne 3? Or Brazil? I know you're that in, like, some right. southern... Something, I know it's, like, Latin-centered, uh, because I remember, like, some of the... the foot, there's a football stadium segment... But they were fun, and that's cool that it's getting a remake. And congratulations on Remedy for like control. Control seemingly was like the the fucking kickoff that they needed because mm-hmm. that sold well seemingly and uh, was critiqued very well. Our buddy Thomas loves it. I still want to play it at some point. God help me, I want to play it at some point. And then of course the Alan Wake remastered well, I think had some problems from what I understand. Um, definitely was nice to see, and I think and then of course the Alan Wake two game that, like the actual Fallen secret to Alan is actually happening so okay they're they're falling all cinders so that's that's really dope um, look forward to see how these how they do these remakes um, just don't watch the movie starring Mark Wahlberg and don't um, let Rockstar screw up your games yeah yeah <laughs> okay this one's a little bit sad uh activision blizzard is converting all qa to uh, no never mind That's good never mind sorry wait I, I did the bart simpson thing or the mark simpson thing i was like <laughs> activision blizzard no what did i do oh i'm sorry force of habit <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry uh activision it's actually good news for yeah. activision blizzard uh it's converting all qa to full-time employees uh and here's an action update as of april 7th so i'll read that last um, the CWA responded to Activision's claims by uh, calling the move galling that Activision has excluded RavenSoft QA workers who have been at the forefront of this effort from these benefits. Activision reported by Tokyo by citing Labor Labor Board V Exchange Parts Company. Section three seventy five, US four oh five sixty four. Which implace employees could violate the National Labor uh, Relations Act if they confer economic benefits on this employer on, for the purposes of inducing them to vote against the Union. Okay. So here's the original wow. story, sorry. Activision Blizzard has announced that it will be converting nearly 1,100 U.S.-based temporary and contingent QA workers to full-time positions. The company says that they change, the change will increase Activision Publishing's total full-time staff by 25%, following a recent conversion of nearly 500 contractors to full-time employees. However, some dozen QA team members at Ravensoft Studio were not part of the transition, leading to a walkout of the studio, along with the move to full-time. QA workers will have their hourly rate increased to $20 per hour. Wow, holy shit. Um, <laughs> sorry, and be able to partake in the company's bonus plans and have access to full time benefits. Um, yeah, that's huge. So let's go ahead. Oh, I want to. I want to assume
1: it. that Microsoft has something to do with this.
0: I would hope so. Um, because that's what it said. Like when I saw Activision, I'm like, oh, it's time for the sad moment. Like, what did I do? <laughs> um, new details about the Activision Blizzard plans for converting QA to testers to so full-time employees have emerged. In a statement to Bloomberg, the Raven employees who formed a union earlier this year will not receive new pay bumps due to legal obligations under the new National Labor Relations Act. So there's there's the monkey's paw. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, but that's not necessarily an Activision uh, Blizzard's right. fault. That's just a, 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 a thing in the law. So that that's as, as a question. lot of
1: people know, unions giveth and taketh
0: rather have the union than amazon though so there's all there's always a give and take with anything right
1: but it's like all all wage changes have to be negotiated by the union so you can't just take which just seems weird it's like so the union is hurting us then it's like no no it's not it's protecting you but we're not getting a raise yeah but i mean uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's weird no
0: it's like yeah it's yeah I never had anybody pressure me working forming a union at work, but you know, yeah. So.
1: oh, they shut down uh, rumors of unions at Walmart real quick.
0: Yeah, well, never, never. I just don't bother to bring it up. It's just like I don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Um. All right. So next up. So congratulations to the new to the full time employees. It's always a good time and to get you know working on some of the biggest games in the world right now. Metroid Dread has a new boss road, boss mush road. Boss Mush Road. Road. Wow. Uh, Boss. Boss Mush. Boss Boss Mush Road. Uh, Guys, I think I'm having a stroke. Um, You want me
1: to take this?
0: A free update for Metroid (laughs) Dread has added Boss Rush and other new modes Nintendo announced. Players can take on bosses one after another in Boss Rush, and while missiles will be replenished after each battle, any atmosphere will be the next fight. Beating a boss will upgrade Samus' abilities, though, adding to the player's maximum missiles, energy tank, and power bombs. Survival Rush has also been added, almost similar to a Boss Rush, but instead of fighting a set of number of enemies, the player has limited amount of time to defeat as many as possible. Ooh, that's incorporating the speedrun aspect of it. That's pretty neat. Neither missile nor health replenishes between fights, but players are rewarded with more time for beating a boss, with a bonus for doing so without taking damage. For those seeking a challenge... The one-hit-kill dread mode is getting its own version of bot... Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> you must oh like Lord. pain if you play that. Where players must tackle 12 bosses in a row without taking a single hit. There are people crazy enough to do that. There's um, people that have
1: done it speedrun it already. I've seen it on the, on the yeah. Reddit.
0: This will, of course, require some serious skills. Nintendo has added a practice mode for players to select specific bosses to fight against well. That, cool. is, yeah. that is that's really neat. Like, yeah. they are really, they know who their audience is, and that's
1: really neat. Well, it's one of those things, like, how do you do post-launch content for a Metroidvania game? Uh, aside from, like, adding a whole new area and, like, drastically changing the game like Ori did, it's like, you just add, you know, other fun side modes. And these are perfect. Like, I love the practice mode just for me like as a casual player because you can just play any boss you want even if you know if you just like a boss you can play it over and over again you don't have to do the boss rush or anything
0: yeah well here i go fighting kraid for the 12th time yeah or like i like fighting the the magma boss uh the the final time you fight him like that's such a cool one um even the final fight against raven beak is really really fun once you get yeah. it down
2: yeah
1: i've seen some people complaining a little bit about the um the boss rush order of things because it's a it's 12 bosses in a row but like the ones they include are kind of strange it's all the main bosses but then i guess there's um there's two different uh uh central units what are they called yeah central units and then one chozo warrior even though like the central units are basically the same fight every time and the chozo warriors like are at least somewhat different with each variation. So it's kinda of, it's just one of those weird things, it's like, why did you make that decision? Um but it's still really cool that they're doing it.
0: A little weird. But as you said about unions, it, it does give it, us take it away. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go, new free update. Um alright. So now this is unfortunately uh kind of a kind of a real shitty one, especially considering what Tyler's Next couple of big streams are uh, on the next couple of yeah, Sundays. this is weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we reported so. Uh, remember last year, we had I had reported on and very angrily reported on the fact that. Um, uh, oh, I want to get this guy's name right, Mohammed bin Salam uh, or Salim. I can't remember exactly how it's pronounced. Salma. uh one of the uh, one of the Saudi royals, who I better I have to say this carefully because otherwise I I personally would be butchered in my own home allegedly may have may have murdered a u.s journalist um he was uh, his company uh was trying to buy a stake in snk and as you can tell i was not happy about that a lot of people weren't happy about it now they own 96 percent of snk Mohammed bin Salim, the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, the leader of the country that represses human rights, a man linked to the killing of... Allegedly... I, I just want to cover my own ass here. linked uh, Allegedly linked to the killing of Saudi journalist Jamal Kosahogi. And in in, I won't go into details, but they're out there. And a fan of China's... Um, uh, of what they're doing with the re-education camps, uh, if you know what they're do, uh, doing up there. Um, he is now via the electronic game development company, EGDC, the ultimate owner of the iconic game developer and publisher, SNK. Uh, they first acquired 33% of the, uh, of the stake back in November 2020. At the same time, announced it would plan to buy more shares. In February this year, it did so, raising its stake to all but done 96%. Uh, SNK is probably known for King of Fighters, Samurai Showdown, and, of course, the Neo Geo consoles back in the 90s. So, yeah. Yeah. And this is after... This fucking, look, listen, this fucking, it's just very, I would, I would say this is on, on par with the JK Rowling situation stuff, where it's like, now we have somebody, and and I would say this is, this is, might be worse, because now we have a dude who's like, like, way worse. She's not a murderer. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, (laughs) Listen, she's very rich, she's very powerful, you never know. Um, It's possible. Allegedly, allegedly, sorry. She has Um,
1: charities that help kids, I mean, she's probably not a murderer.
0: Look, that's, the, that's what Yakuza's do, and they kill people. Wow. Um, you might get know, murdered in your
1: own home. Allegedly. Probably,
0: uh, hello, chap. We heard you be talking about J.K. Rowling now. Time to pay the pipe. Huh? Anyways. Um, Wait, why is
1: Stephen Grant visiting you?
0: Because you would never suspect a nice guy. <laughs> mm, you would never okay. suspect Stephen Grant to murder somebody. That's what it <laughs> is. Okay, this should not be joking about this. No, um, sorry. This is like – this is like about I, worse than like the, 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 the JK Rowling stuff because now basically your money is going to a political regime that is dedicated to repressing human rights and the, the killing of Americans where uh, like fuck our last president. Not that Joe Biden I don't think would have done anything considering our, our partnership and our – the business uh, – the oil companies that have partnership with Saudi Arabia. That's the big thing. Uh, it just fucking sucks because SNK, you know, with King of Fighters, Ty and I are very excited for it. Um, you know, everybody's talking about King of Fighters. Um, like the FGC in general is excited for it. The online netcode is great. Sure, the PC version isn't perfect, but it's it's playable. It's it's actually great. Um, and and like now they had this whole DLC pass lined up, and pretty sure a lot of SNK diehards have bought that already. Like. <sighs> I just feel very conflicted about do like me and Tyler gonna go through the events for sure, but I'm going to weigh heavily on whether or not I will do more of like KOF stuff for my channel. I will not begrudge anybody who doesn't because the money's already gone. You've already spent the money. You already bought right. the game. That's uh, the nice so thing. It's like
1: they did it after 15 came out.
0: Yeah. So like the only thing if you didn't buy is the DLC pass and you could choose to buy it or not. So, I will not... Nobody should begrudge anybody for enjoying SNK, for enjoying King of Fighters, because that game was... It does... You should not punish the developers for making... Who made this game, because, uh, like, one of the most evil people in the world now owns this company, for some fucking reason. Why SNK? Why? Why did you have... Like, this shouldn't be anybody else, but why? Um, And especially when you know about the history of SNK, and the fact that they've been bankrupt several times, and have gone away several times, and have crawled their way back to where they are now... And it's it just, it's, it fucking sucks, man. Like, cause now, now I have to think this Evo, like the people evil, Evo, do they have to deal with this fucker or like, his company? Like maybe not him directly. Cause you know, he's a Saudi prince. He probably has other things to do, but like, he has to know about this shit. He owns 96% of it.
1: Yeah. I want to um, know if some of these uh, events are going to start pulling away from SNK games.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, If they right can now, even afford be... to. <laughs> yeah. Like, like. That's that's a whole another can of worms, you know. Like, well, I mean, S- uh, to be fair to SNK fans, SNK is this year uh, like would ha- probably be the high like any tournament's going to have the highest tournament ever because more people are playing King of Fighters than ever. So, but before SNK was always a smaller community, so they're going to play no matter what. It's a matter of how much that will decrease from people who just don't want to like have their hands fiddle with this with this mess, which sucks mm-hmm. because the game is great. Yeah. I don't know, like, why, dude? Why, why do you have to fucking get your like stay? Like, you could have gotten to an oil company. You could have gotten into something innocuous, but no, you had to get into gambling. It's it's the same way Th- Thomas and I, Thomas and I, per- like Thomas and I watch World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE, and all, all disclaimer when we do our wrestling shows. We do not on purpose watch the we call we famously called the blood money shows where Vince McMahon and Titan Sports, whatever they want to call themselves, signed a deal with the Saudi Saudi uh, Royals to basically. Blood, we call it blood money, because what are they doing to their people? We know. It's all like, oh, happy. We're at this event, we're happy, but we know what's going on. You know, it's not like we're any better. But they're clear. The government's clearly evil. They're clearly evil, guys. So this. But play. I'll say this. Play S Play King of Fighters if you love it. Don't let this distract you. Also, don't go out to. Uh, do not go to other people's streams or or events to tell them to not play this game because of what who owns it now, that's the wrong thing to do. Um, it's, it's tough for everybody. This fucking sucks. Yeah, it does. And
1: there's nothing you can do about it either.
0: No. No, there's not. Uh, sorry, that's a bit of a downer. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the last bit of news, which is... Y'all want to say it? Because uh, I don't want to say it. Oh, it's already on screen. The, night- the Nightmare is here.
2: <laughs> we actually Kingdom? have two announcements this time. Uh, one is for a new, new-ish new mobile game, which no one really cares about, let's be honest. I mean, I but actually think it looks
1: pretty one. good. So
2: It looks better than the last one, but yeah. I still have no interest in it. But the big one is the end-all be-all, Kingdom Hearts 4 has been announced to the public eye, and it is being developed in Unreal 5 from what I read on here. Yep. And not going to lie, this trailer actually looks pretty dope. I mean, it's mostly cinematic, but it shows a little bit of gameplay of um, Sora traveling in what looks like the real world fighting a giant nightmare.
0: They they actually, using like Google Maps, they've docked Sora. They know exactly where that building is at. What? Yeah, it's apparently That's one hilarious. of the more ritual, rich, or like rich, the richer residential areas of Tokyo. Like, they found the exact building, the exact across building. I'll try to find the tweet while y'all are talking because y'all know my feelings on Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um, I, I wish they showed
1: more because it's so much real world that, like, I don't know. I mean, I... They're clearly going more realistic, so I'm guessing it's going to... I was talking to Lo about this. I'm guessing it's going to be more of, like, the the modern, kind of, you know, realistic-looking CG animated, like, uh, people are speculating Brave, um, and then probably more of the live-action stuff, like, maybe we'll finally get Star Wars... Um,
2: I would be so down for that oh, but Darth Vader's a super bossy you cowards no. I
1: don't think like with this art style We're gonna see a lot of like classic Animation movies because they The characters look out of place yeah, It's like I the would've... opposite of when they did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and they looked Out of place Um,
2: In 3 it looked Fine
1: Yeah 3 was better but This is a more realistic art style And so those old characters look out of place I think um, but <laughs>
2: big downside of this new art style, Sora doesn't have his big dumb banana shoes anymore. I was gonna
1: say they showed we his feet to specifically that. to show how realistic it looked.
0: Good, yeah, get some, some Sora is, feet pics. Oh boy! Yeah, um, and the big
2: takeaway I got was he now has a grappling hook. Um, yeah, on his uh, keyblade, that's a new thing, and it
0: actually looks pretty cool. Did they mechanic. Darkness, I get it. Didn't they defeat darkness? Didn't they defeat darkness? Like, isn't it over? So, I don't know why Sora's back. Uh, yes seems, and no. Like they
1: said, he, they were done with his story. That seems weird.
2: They were done with the Dark Seeker shit. Uh, the Sora stuff is still going on. Okay, It's
0: not. Hard. Okay,
1: I would honestly not be surprised if they're going to like basically finish Sora's story while introducing a new protagonist before the end. Kind Roxas. of do like a uh, like a Kingdom Hearts two with um Roxas. With Roxas.
2: I don't know. know who who that is. Probably
1: do that. I know who He's that is. He's a nobody.
2: Literally. <laughs> I hate But I mean the combat Kingdom looks Hearts. cool.
1: Like it is there's yeah. a lot of um like fluid parkour stuff. Yeah. Though
2: if the if the uh, the first trailer for Kingdom Hearts three is in the indication, this game is probably gonna take like twenty years to come out. Uh well given worst track record.
0: It's using Unreal Five. Mm-hmm. Which so just that's released. our it's a new New engine, which, again, it may be easier to, like, jump into, but still time. I would say we're not seeing this game minimum four to five years. Minimum. That's the yeah. minimum time. Yeah.
2: That's how long it took for Seven Remake to come out, so wouldn't shock me that much.
1: Goofy and Sora look a little weird in this art style.
2: Donald and Goofy, you mean?
1: Uh, yes. Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> like, Sora yeah. looks fine. Zara yeah, actually looks Donald and Goofy it looks, like... looks strange. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah there's speculations um, that the bit at the end is Brave, uh, with with Donald Donald and Goofy. If you could I heard
0: your face. You change your fate, you? I've never seen Brave. I only know. I haven't
1: actually watched it with it's audio. Like I haven't. I haven't watched the clip with audio. Uh, whose voice is that at the end?
2: Um. It's in Japanese, so I don't really have... Oh, it's um, only English Japanese subtitle? Kind of yeah, oh, okay. it's only in English. It's, it's only in Japanese with English subtitles. Gotcha. Though so I imagine it's probably Hades with
0: the blue flames and shit. That piece of shit's not coming back, is he? I hope not. No. Probably not. They're
1: not going to get James Woods. Yeah. But, I mean, Brave would be a new property. And it also deals with, like, magic and... In... I think there's some blue flames. So... Pretty sure
0: we're we're entering the 3D world obviously and in kingdom hearts 3 did have 3D so what okay i asked you guys cuz you guys are the kingdom hearts nerds what live action disney movies/pixar slash movies should they what else should y'all get i'm not touching this game okay it's not, i'm going to say that right now i'm not touching this That's fair
1: i mean this is going to be a weird pick but i'd honestly love to see inside out it's- I feel like that is the kind of world that suits Kingdom Hearts, with the kind of surreal, um, like the you know the. It's already like taking place inside someone's head.
2: I kind of want to see a Moana-inspired world. Oh, that'd be good. Probably like have a better open sea thing than the parts of the Caribbean yeah. world in Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah,
1: it would take it's, that like, place.
2: Tiny raft and. Have Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, come repri- reprise his role as? Uh, oh, they could.
0: They would be able to afford the Rock. He would uh-huh. do it.
1: He's a nerd. He loves this stuff.
2: He also likes to get paid.
1: <laughs> sure. Who doesn't? But they could also do like some underwater stuff with the with the crab and stuff.
0: I yeah, would also be kind of like Atlantis. Can we get an actual Atlantis stage? Like. No. Why? Why can't I have my little? That, I think that's what really makes me mad about Kingdom Hearts. Is that one of my favorite games? Yeah, went it went the was the little Ariel, sucks. the little Ariel, the Little Mermaid. And always a fucking musical stage on actual stage. I think that's what pissed no, me um, off about Kingdom Hearts the most. One of them In Kingdom was like Hearts one. It was a stage. Yeah, you know, like
2: it sucked, but it was an actual uh, level. Yeah,
1: one is what made them realize like, oh, maybe we don't want to do this. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Um, I could see, I could see them doing another Lion King thing with the live-action oh Lion King. No, I don't want it, but I'm saying I could see them do it.
2: Uh, that's a possibility, too. But as far as, like, new properties, I...
1: Honestly, I think Frozen 2 could work better than the first. Like, I know I, I hate the Frozen world, but Frozen 2, I think, has more, like, game-related elements in it. Uh, where the the plot would fit in better to, like, a a game world. Um, It's more visually interesting and that kind of thing. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I do think we'll get Brave. I think it's going to be a lot of newer things because they've covered most of the classics. Yeah. Um, There was that, like, forest kind of thing at the beginning that people were speculating is uh, is indoor.
0: Have they done cars? No. They haven't done cars. All right, cars. But no, Lightning cars.
2: McQueen is not in Kingdom Hearts. Make Sorry, Sora you know.
0: a car. Yes, because Owen Wilson will come back to be. They like... actually
2: did make Sora a car. He was.
0: ka uh, Joe Osmond
2: was in a cars knockoff movie. Wow. Exactly. Huh. Wow. Wow.
1: I mean, a, a racing level could be kind of neat.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. There's a lot of potential, but it would. like. I almost I want a mix of classic and modern and I don't think we're going to get any classics. I
0: mean, Probably you have the right. other games to play that, so Yeah. It's not like you had 12 games to experience all that, you know?
2: Three substantial ones and a whole bunch of fluff.
0: Yeah.
1: And not Dumbo. all of the worlds were done well. Like Dumbo. some of the games, some of the movies got shafted. For um, sure. We've never gotten a Dumbo, I don't think.
0: There you go, Dumbo. Nope. Get Dumbo. Do um Oh god, what's another Disney property? They've done the No, that would be a boring ass world. <laughs> to go there. What, what
1: if what sense? if they just like cut the Disney Worlds and just have it be the the weird like Kingdom Hearts lore stuff for a whole game?
0: You know what? No. You know what they should do? Fuck the Disney stuff. Minimize that. Actually have Sora go to Final Fantasy Worlds. Yeah, make I was the... just
2: gonna say. Uh, make him go through a Final Fantasy 8 World or something. That'd like, be cool. Have
0: him go on the floating continent in Final Fantasy 6. Or like the... Um, the oh, uh, Osmos... What, what are the uh, a fucking iconic location in 7? Here's the hint. All of them are iconic. Nibelheim Village right before Sephiroth destroys it. Do that! Because I feel... Okay... Call me crazy. You fuckers have been there. I've seen live streams. It feels like the, the Final Fantasy aspect of this crossover has... It started like this, and Final Fantasy kind of got mushed to the side for the Disney-slash-heart yeah, bullshit. It really did. Uh,
1: Kingdom Hearts 3 has no Final Fantasy characters.
0: There you no, go!
2: Bring it. that shit back, because that's the coolest it's possible. part! It's possible from some promotional arc. And let me go on a date maybe. with Aerith. That Noctis might make, a, make an appearance. Hmm. I want to go...
0: I want to... Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I, I would say, do that. Have him... Fuck Disney. Fuck... Don't fucking do Star Wars. I swear to God, do not bring Star Wars into this bullshit. Don't... Marvel definitely won't allow it. Marvel's like, we're not. No. That's a no. no. They won't even let Capcom fight their other characters. Not gonna let you go beat up Spider-Man or... But I or, think or we Dr. could
1: get into Star Wars. I would be cool with
0: Star Wars. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Don't listen if to Ben. He's I not gonna play, 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 the play the game it. anyway. If only I could beat Sora's ass with Darth Vader. Just to go, you little shit. Um... Just but seriously though, I think that's a fair critique. More final fantasy shit if you're going to like 50/50. Yes. Yeah, I agree, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Okay. They Especially with the realistic art style. I'd
2: be fine with it. Yeah.
0: Imagine how the the, the world of like the, the floating continent would look like in Unreal 5, you know? That's just an example. It could be Kefka Sauer. Um it could be um the Pirate Bay in Final Fantasy 5. It could be the Christmas. We're already tree. getting
1: areas from other games in Strangers of Paradise.
0: That shit sucks, that. though. This is bad. This could be better. I'm being positive here. Are you? I am because I'm like this would be cool. You wanna you wanna know what get me to play in this game? You honestly what would, you would, would get me to fucking not play the twelve mediocre pieces of shit that everybody fucking loves. Putting actual Final Fantasy at complications like you. where you where you play as a damn. Little boy and his duck and bird. Let me beat up Gobez from Final Fantasy IV. Let me do that. Okay. Like, that... That would be cool! And then, I don't know, have Noctis show up out of nowhere. Like, he's Sora's father or some stupid bullshit like that.
1: Let's move up off this topic. You're not fun.
0: <laughs> You're telling me that wouldn't be cool? Final Fantasy, actual visit Final Fantasy World's it would be,
1: but that's want, not that's I want not I Kingdom Hearts. Well,
0: that's the Fancy problem. They're style. not they've never they, they they that that's what I've seen is that they just go away like do 50/50. Half Disney, half Final but Fantasy. But they've never
1: had worlds, that's what I'm saying. It's the characters that are also there. That would
0: be the cool part. That would okay. be new and and fun. That would that would be amazing. That would be hype. People would be hype if if you saw Sora in Midgar. I guarantee it.
1: No, that'd be dope, sure. but it's not Kingdom Hearts.
0: It is Kingdom Hearts. It it would it, it would be Kingdom Hearts because Sora's is in there. That's why it's Kingdom Hearts with the stupid little. A oh, Kingdom so
1: Smash Bros. is Kingdom Hearts then? Yes. Okay.
0: Did I ever say it wasn't? I may hate Kingdom Hearts, but everything I know everything that thing touches is canon because of Nomura's obsessed with everything has to connect. God damn. Okay. That and King- his obsession with zippers. Oh, screw Kingdom Hearts. Let's move on. (laughs) I fucking hate Kingdom Hearts. God damn. That Um, is fair. He doesn't realize he's talking about Square. I know. Hi, Mike. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're going to talk about evergreen titles. If you don't know what evergreen means, I advise you to go to your local library. Grab that book that says Dictionary, Webster's Dictionary. You're going to shine it up real nice and stick straight up your ass and then read it and look what the word evergreen is. If you don't know what evergreen is, get above a fifth grade reading level. So we're going to talk yeah. about evergreen titles. I mean, I feel like you should know what evergreen is. Um, and yes, I know I am, but it's it's not a hard word. Uh, evergreen titles. This is not necessarily evergreen to, like, the whole thing. like what Like, what is, like, the evergreen list. But, like, what are games that we consider evergreen? I love that word, Um, you know. So I'm going to start with you, Justin. I'm going to put you on the spot. So we going like system by system? Oh, okay. I'm going to just give you a system, a system you preferably like. I hope, because if not, I will just leave. The Game Boy Advance. Give me an evergreen title. I know you. I mean,
1: one one of the yeah one of the best systems ever made. Um evergreen title. That's I mean it's hard to honestly just do one because there's a lot of really solid games on the GBA List that like have some. no there's right no... being as as good as they still are. List um, off somebody. Oh, so I don't have to just do one? No, no, no. Okay, cool. I'm honestly I'm vamping while I get to my uh GBA section of my ROMs um just to help me. But I mean, one of the one of the best, I'd say, is um uh Zelda Minish cap. Like I'm playing it again and it's like aside from only having, you know, two button slots or two uh, item slots, one of which has to be your sword, like everything else about that game holds up really well. Um and it's still one of the best Zelda games ever made. Um but yeah, the Mega Man 0 games are also very good. Uh like all three of them. Specifically 3. No, there's only 3. So, yeah, all all 3 of them are good. <laughs> uh
2: the first one's a bit of a hurdle, but 2 onwards, yeah, that's where it gets real good. The
1: the first one I have special nostalgia for because like that was the only one I owned as a kid. Um I played the others later on on emulation. Um but yeah, they are very good games. Uh Metroid Fusion obviously is the goat. Uh that is that is one of my favorite games of all time. Um and it's just so well-suited for the Game Boy Advance, but also, like, still, like, it involves, you know, the Metroid series and still holds up. Like, if you look at Dread, I mean, the best parts of Metroid Dread are pulled directly from Fusion. Like, that's how timeless it is. Uh, they could pick up 19 years later, and it still is relevant. Um, I have some subjective ones. Um, I've actually got a video idea that I want to do eventually on, um, like, over-ambitious handheld games. Um, So basically, like, the GBA and DS games that, like, have no right, like, being as, as like, you know, high-tech and polished as they are, even if they're not necessarily the best games. It's like, for example, the um, Mortal uh, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, Deadly Alliance, and Tournament Edition. Like... Those are surprisingly solid games that actually did the 3D fighter thing on the GBA. Uh, they're not perfect. They have a lot of issues, but, like, yeah, how are they that good on the GBA? Um, and that that's my own bias, to an extent. But uh, then, of course, you got, you know, Metroid Zero Mission. Um,
2: uh, Mega Man and Bass. No. No. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Um I think that Final Fantasy Tactics. Tactics
1: Advance is the best one in the series. Mm. Uh I mean Tactics on PS1 is a great game, but it's it's got its dated issues with like the awkward camera stuff and all that. Whereas um Tactics Advance like figured out how to make that combat system work like just in a you know static camera and I think it's better off for it um and so those are all game Boy games um and finally I will say uh I mean there's obviously more but finally I will say um uh Wario Land 4 I think it's one of the best um, platformers on the system. Mm. And it's one of the only, like, original Mario games on the system, too. Um, Since it got a lot of those, like, you know, classic remastered ones. That whole series. Uh, Yeah. I could go on for a long time, but...
0: Okay. That was a couple. Tyler! I'm going to give you... Did you have a Sega Dreamcast growing up? I think you did, right? Uh,
2: I didn't have one personally. I had a
0: friend that had a Dreamcast, though. GameCube, go. Evergreen titles. Cause I know you had that. Ooh, that's a good one. Sonic
2: Adventure 2 Battle. Uh, I have a lot of fond memories playing through that game. Um, I remember when it came out on the Dreamcast, uh, through a friend, again. Uh, but I didn't get to play it proper, because uh, that friend's older brother was incredibly fucking stingy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was one of those kids. Um... Just playing through Sonic Adventure 2 as a kid and playing through the multiplayer was one of the coolest experiences ever. Uh, another great one, Super Smash Brothers Melee, one of the first games I ever played on the system. It was one of the first multiplayer experiences that I had uh, that wasn't Tekken 3. Uh, and I still have fun with it to this day. Uh, say what you will about the game nowadays, but I still think Melee is a fun game. Um... Yeah. Pokemon Colosseum is also pretty fun, despite being relentlessly difficult uh, with the limited selection of mods that you get in the game. Um, let's see, I also had fun with Sonic Heroes, though I wouldn't exactly call that one evergreen. Um, yeah, even, uh, like, I love it
1: too, and I wouldn't, I don't think I'd say it's evergreen. <laughs>
2: Soul Calibur two on GameCube, best version of that game, hands down. Uh, Justin definitely agrees with me oh, yeah. on that assessment. It's got Link. Link is I, best I best mean, best I character. say it's
1: it's peak Soul, Soul Calibur.
2: I would argue Soul Calibur one is probably on the same level, but two is really damn good. Um, let's see, what else did I play on the GameCube? Uh, I didn't really play that much uh, growing up. That wasn't already on the PS two. Uh so those are pretty much all the ones I could think of. The only other one I could think think of at the top of my head is probably Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee, but mm. that's pretty much it.
0: Okay, cool. So for me, I'm going to do something that will surprise y'all considering my known hate for this console, but I'm going to pick the NES. Um and oh, wow. uh I will say all 3 original Super Mario Brothers, even though I prefer their 16-bit account, uh, remakes, all three Super Mario games on the NES are hmm. still really fun, and I can just play it, and then yeah. boom, you're off. Like, legit. Mario 3 being the hardest, but like, you know, more closer to the kind of style on Mario. Like, And then Mario USA, um, Mario 2, not the Lost fuck the Lost Levels. Fuck that. Fuck that game. That's <laughs> yeah, just a wrong, that's just a paid, say. Not that game. Um like that's a fun, different adventure. Like legit. Um another one. Uh another couple. Um Mega Man six. Like um you know, like I, I feel No like right to look that good on the NES. No, well I mean no right, but it being later in the system's life well not that late, it's about midlife. About midlife. Yeah. Um, Same years Mega Man X. Yeah. Crazy to think about that, right? That they yeah. um but like that game is super fun. It's it's uh it's level design is really great. It's art style music is really great. so good. Um, music is godlike. It's like Jesus Christ. It's like favorite Mega Man uh, to go back to. It's like the only reason I bought the classic uh, Legacy Collection for the first one is because like, I just want to play Mega Man Six. Because one is too hard. Two is two is fine. Two is good, but I I prefer six. Um, two I would consider Evergreen as well, but I would prefer to play six more um also uh nes nes games nes games um what about contra castlevania i castle castlevania three i would say is evergreen for me contra no because i've never played nes contra i can't speak for nes contra um okay. my i do super yeah, kinda i think you had to be in the mood for it though I, I would say it's evergreen but not as evergreen as say like mario brothers
1: I mean, it's a game that's still. I'd say it's a game that still holds up for like, sure for people to enjoy playing today.
0: That's that's my so.
1: definition of timeless.
0: Yeah, I, I would say. Yeah, I would say that. I may not enjoy it on the same level as, say, a Mario Brothers or a Mega Man Six, but I would agree with you. Zelda two, not so much. No, uh, no yeah. that that's a little like we experimented. Isn't it? That's a weird trend with the NES if like they experiment yeah. with the sequel and then go back to what works. Like that's that's the f- fascinating thing about that that system size stuff. But definitely, I've thought about doing a Zelda one stream, but like I I don't know how that would work with me. Um, so I haven't done it yet. Uh, I would need a guide with me just to help me through that shit. Guy, dang it. Um, <laughs>
1: that's why I did a, a let's play of it because I could cut out the the mess.
0: Yeah, um, let's see. What's what's another? It's another game that's on the NES that so was actually really really good. The Ninja Turtles trilogy. I never played those, so I can't speak for those. My my tur- my, my my
1: maybe just two.
0: My uh my my experience with turtles is the SNES version alone. Same. Um, hmm. No. NES is
1: tricky. Like, there's some good games, but. It's a lot of them, crap though. Yeah, a lot of them don't stand out compared to, you know, later takes. Because like Metroid sure. One. Solid game. Don't want to go back to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's You it's, got zero mission, so what's the point? Right. Well not anymore. Um unless you have it downloaded on your Wii U by now. Um I know there was a couple more that I'm forgetting. Um Kirby. Kirby Nightmare yeah. in Dreamland. Uh that's, Cur- that's Kirby's that's, adventure. That's Kirby's Adventure. That's uh, Now, Ranger Alliance Is a remake. Cur- uh, uh, yeah. That one's easy, but like, it's like it's still an NES game, and and I think that's like the easiest one to go to because like it looks the best, mm-hmm. it sounds the best because they have they they you know that's the best thing about Kirby games. They usually come out usually at the the end of a game's system's life cycle, so they have um a way to uh, push like use it forward. Uh, and I actually played that on the 3DS for the first time. It was like they used they, like they they put the 3D filter on it. Yeah, the 3D classic. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, why did they stop those? I don't like that was. I don't understand why they stopped. Because
1: either. the 3DS died.
0: No, this is this <laughs> was like, early <laughs> on in the 3DS. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I think they just on.
1: they didn't do well probably. Probably yeah. Like so, I loved so- the Kirby's Adventure 3D, but I didn't get into the others.
2: Yeah, the Sonic
0: 2 uh, 3D was really cool too. Yeah, hmm. that was that was really cool. I know there's a couple of other. Um, NES games that I did not mind. Um, I would I, like. I don't think Earthbound Zero or Mother One is one. Unfortunately, that doesn't count. No. no. Um, oh god. I, I would say that's about it. Yeah. As as someone who is infamously known for not liking the system, I there are games on there that like. Well, I don't always go back to. If I do go back to the NES, it is those particular games for sure. Zelda One, not as much. I've never beaten Zelda One, but like I've started it up and it's fun to just walk around. Does it have
1: to be things that we actually got on the NES, or just games that released on the NES?
0: I would say, as I get up the stretch, I would say it's better to since it's our personal experiences versus like going through like a list and like. Well,
1: because I'm thinking of like Final Fantasy Three, like that was see, an NES game. It just see, never like, released I, over here.
0: I would oh like like oh like okay. Mm-hmm.
1: The actual Final Fantasy 3, yeah.
0: I would say if we were making a list on, like, um... Games that necessarily that, like, came over? that Games that we necessarily personally play? If we were doing that list, then yes, but I never played fi- any of the Final Fantasies on the original Fair. hardware. Because
1: one so. was pretty rough on the NES. It, it
0: is.
1: And we never got two or three.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um... So, yeah, I would say maybe, like, if we were doing a definitive, like, these games on on this system, like, what are... If you're going to play this game, you know, what would they be as I boot up the Nintendo Entertainment System Online? I know there's shit on here that I played. Um, I I have not played much
1: on the NES Online.
0: No, I have not. Um, Oh, my God. Okay, there's too much here. Yeah, most of it I would not. Um... Uh this Donkey would you count Donkey Kong? Yeah. Uh, I I mean mean, it's an arcade
1: game, but it's on NES.
0: Yeah, I mean I would have preferred the Game Boy version, but I would say Donkey Kong even on NES is 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 really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um Donkey Kong for sure. Star Tropics that's what I'm thinking of. Star Tropics Mm. is a really good Evergreen game. Um God, I knew I was forgetting one game or another. Um yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll cut I would it say
2: Pac Man, but that's practically cheating. That's yeah. On everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. All, all in minds with, with Star Tropics. That's like a. I remember play, I played it off the. Um, oh, God. The Wii U Virtual Console? I think. Oh, God. It was probably on the regular Wii. I played it off of something. I know I played it before this bad boy came in. Um, and I was like, wow, this game is really cool. Because I think I saw some YouTuber do a review on it. I'm like, okay. And. and it might have been it might even be on my three DS to be honest with you. But there you go. That that that's my list. You know, just to I wanted to be somewhat positive about a console that I'm not initially enthused for. Um but there are some gems on there that uh I don't mind I don't mind dealing through its hardware limitations. Uh Yeah, you, you didn't
1: do any of the beat em ups.
0: I never played those. Uh my uh. my beat 'em up Virginia my beat em up cherry was broken with uh Turtles in Time and Like I said, this is games that we played. Like if if that was the case, because I would put Double
1: Dragon on there, and Double Dragon was solid. I I played that a lot with my brother.
0: The first instance of Double Dragon I ever had was the cartoon Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Yeah, that's my first. That's my only instance. So when I saw the game, like where are the dragon? Dragon. Where are their masks? Where are their swords? What is this bullshit? (laughs) Not even the movie. (laughs) Um, So yeah, there you go. There's there's ours. Um, If there's any other system you guys want to discuss, we can do that real quick that you considered Evergreen title for? Um, I would say PlayStation 2,
2: Tekken Tag Tournament. Like, that is the most Evergreen as you can possibly get on that system. That, and probably Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, that's another really great one to get into. Even if you're not a Dragon Ball fan, it's a fun fighting game to just pop in and just play with friends. Kingdom Hearts 2 is another great one that I can go back to. Um... Let's see what else is on the PS2 that I like to play. Uh, the first two God of Wars. Oh, yeah. those yeah. Go back to those no problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I got one. Version. I got one.
0: Okay, go ahead. Sega Saturn Virtua Fighter Two. Easy. You nice. Can play, you can play that game forever. Like it's pick up, hit buttons. Not much has changed. Which you know, obviously, more Virtua Fighters got complex as you get further on, but the simplicity of that. And then I'll also throw in. Uh, Street Fighter Two on the Super Nintendo, proof that the Super Nintendo can handle like arcade, like can replicate an arcade experience on that console, which it wasn't known for. And heck,
2: probably be better
0: in some instances.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like Super Nintendo is a is a banger too. Like there's a ton of, I mean, yeah. just off the top of my head, there's the you know Donkey Kong Country trilogy, uh, Super Mario All Stars. Just to kind of you know pare that down to one game, um, Kirby Superstar, uh, Mega Man X. I'd say just the first one, but, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's the evergreen title for sure. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, Link to the Past. Like, it's not my favorite Zelda game, but it's definitely evergreen. It holds up oh, really sure. well. Yeah, um, yeah, you can just...
0: Like, that's definitely evergreen for me. You just, I can pick it up whenever I want and just go and beat the whole game within a day. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Super Mario World. Uh, Super Mario RPG. Earthbound. One of the best RPGs. Yeah. Um, oh, my my shout-out is Tetris Attack. One of the best puzzle games ever made.
0: It's a good one. I put so many
1: hours into that as a kid.
0: I'm going to ask y'all this one. N64. (sighs) I avoided Um, that one on purpose.
2: (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's Super Mario 64. I can go back to that game, no problem. Uh, Pokemon Mm -hmm. Snap is another good one. Mm -hmm. That I can just jump in and have a good time with. Yeah, Uh, Banjo-Kazooie is one that I can also get into no problem. And um, that's pretty much it.
1: I'd say um, Mario Kart sixty four holds up. It's not the best Mario Kart, but like, I mean, it's timeless. Like in that, I can still play it, and it has the best battle mode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, Majora's Mask again, one of my favorite games of all time. Um,
2: wouldn't exactly call that one evergreen though, because of the whole time stuff.
1: Well, Evergreen just means that like it's too. still like it's just as good to play now as it was then. Yeah, okay. I, can, I can Like the play, mechanics can, and stuff have held up.
0: You can put this play this on here right now and be fine. Yeah. Other than being intimidated by the damn moon.
1: And I mean Ocarina of Time also, but like I think Majora's Mask is a better that, game, so it's that's just... the
0: definition of Evergreen for this for that system.
1: Exactly. Um honestly I'd say Mario Party one and two.
0: I, I, I'm surprised you haven't said this one, Star Fox. 64? I don't really like Star Fox. Uh, I would say at least for a lot of people, that's that's an evergreen title. Much yeah, more it, so than the
1: super- For sure, it is.
0: Um, not GoldenEye, though. That game, <laughs> that game is not. That game, is, that game no. is like butter. Yeah, it was. It was
1: a. It was a flash in the pan, but it does not hold up now. Um, same with like the original Smash Bros. I mean, it's great, but I would. Oh, I don't yeah. feel any reason to go back to it.
0: You know, unless you're like feeling nostalgic or something.
1: Yeah, it's like you know I left Pokemon games like off game the list.
2: Where you have to do a review for it in the future,
1: right? I left Pokemon games off the list for uh, GBA because I don't see any reason to go back to those ones when there's better ones after. Like DS, yeah, I put I'd probably put you know Black and White on there, but um, for the GBA, I don't think those are the strongest Pokemon games. You
2: diss my boy Emerald?
1: Eh, Emerald's just okay.
2: Um.
1: But N64 is just... It's a tricky one, because a lot of those games don't hold up. Like, I loved them. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at Donkey Kong 64, you said Banjo-Kazooie, Conker's Bedford Day. Like, a ton of games. Not really worth going back to. Um, Paper Mario is probably on the list.
0: That's a... Yeah, that, I, would, I would say that one. It's definitely slower, but having played with it in the past two years, uh, even though I never went back to it, it definitely was fun. Like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like I was playing something from like thirty years ago.
1: It right, fun. Like there's just they're ugly on the on sixty four. That's the problem.
0: Well, they're 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 ugly. I would say they're ugly now we're spoiled because nowadays we're seeing them on TV resolutions were not meant to be. They were not meant to be seen as they right. They there's look, a lot they of jaggies. Look, yeah, they're, they looked amazing. I mean, God, I I. I Ocarina of Time coming out of that, of Deku Forest, was, was to me, was the, obviously the equivalent of that opening shot for Breath of the Wild. That was always the same to me. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. look at look at all this. This is so amazing. And the next time I played the game was in 20, 2010, 2011, and I had a fl- I just got my flat screen TV, and I'm like, hey, even then I thought it was fine, but like you could definitely notice more shit, because now the, the resolution's higher and stuff like that, yeah. so they were just, you know... So they were play PlayStation One games. It's like they yeah they're gonna they're gonna look weird because they were not built for that technology in mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, last game for N sixty four that I can think of, uh, Diddy Kong Racing.
0: That's yes, that's definitely for sure. I would agree that with holds
1: on that up like it's the best racing game on the system. Put that on Switch Online. What is this Mario Golf shit? Either
0: put Kirby or put Diddy Kong Racing. Why are you yeah. wasting my time with Mario Kirby sixty four? Yeah. That's I never played it, but I'll 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 concede with you. All that Kirby games are it's so good. It, all Kirby games are evergreen for the most part, except for the weird off ones.
1: Yeah, there's there's like there's a few misses in there.
0: Yeah, but like all the the Dreamland trilogy, great. Uh, Superstar. Well, Star, you do I
1: mean, you could do the first one just like for the nostalgia of it, but you don't need to play that game. It's not. It's barely Kirby.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, he doesn't have the abilities yet. But Dreamland two, yeah. Dreamland three, especially Dreamland three. Yeah, Dreamland three is beautiful easter egg pastel art style yoshi's island yoshi's island for super nintendo that's also fucking evergreen i don't know if you said that earlier i know you said super mario world i didn't um but that's also fucking i would say that's even better than oh yeah it is um god for sure hell yeah all right uh i i think that's i think that ended up being way more fun than i thought it would be uh for a last minute topic to pull the curtain back a little bit um so yeah uh, uh cook updates Tyler and I did not get to record uh, the final episode of Dragon uh, of the uh, Cinema Shot episode for Broly, for, for Broly because uh, I had an impromptu meeting with my father. So uh, I got home late it and so it didn't happen. Um, and uh, that will come in the following week. In which case, next show we will announce uh, the poll of what, ty- what you can vote on, which Tyler and I will watch first. We already know what they're going to be. We've told each other, so we're excited for you to hear that. So look for that soon. Uh, and um, uh, let's go ahead and plug it around. Justin, plug your stuff, please.
1: You can find me, if you look for Zero Score, on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Uh, if you watch this show live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time, uh, it is on my Twitch channel. So you're you're already here. Um, my YouTube, I mentioned at the top I have a new video out on um, 4 different uh, Mega Man clone game type things that I really like and wanted to recommend to people. And I had a lot of fun making that, so check it out.
0: Tyler!
2: You can follow me on Twitter at HeyItSatTie. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel. Home of tire shoes reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I also stream games on Sunday evenings at 7pm Central Standard Time. Although not for the next two weeks, because... Actually, well, uh, next week I'll be uh, doing the dual stream with uh, Ben uh, in the, the boss mode for uh, King of Fighters 15, where we race to take on Omega Rugal. And then the week after, we'll be doing the first ascend to King of Fighters 15. So look forward to that.
0: And you can follow me at Twitter.com slash Iggy for all things related to the Marvelous one. And, of course, I foolishly stream live four times a week at Twitch.tv slash iggy two eight <laughs> one four. Saturday, our looks like we're going to be playing Monster Hunter more, which Thomas and I actually had a flawless Monster Hunter session. We did not fail a mission once at all. Um, so that was really fun to go through, and it was just really chill. If you want to play Monster Hunter with us, we need. I want to have a four-man team going to Sunbreak. And you're available on sun, on Saturday nights. Uh, starting at six PM Central Standard Time, hit me up. We need two more people, and we would love—I would love to play this game with a full squad. I love playing with Thomas, but I told him I would love to do this with a full uh, a squ- actual squad of four people because I think that would, I've yet to experience that f- in a long time. Uh, and of course, uh, Sundays are the next couple of Sundays are going to be event-filled, as Thomas, as Tyler had said. Um, and of course, um, Tuesdays will now be Genshin Impact Tuesdays. I'm not fucking lying. I will be streaming Genshin Impact. It's finally happening. I don't know why. I have no idea what Wink. to play. Y'all don't want to see me play Batman, apparently. So I will play the Waifu Puller. Give me Raiden Shogun. Give me what I want. Um, and of course, Wednesday still Final Fantasy VI. Let's just we're gonna look, look, look. We're gonna be at the we're gonna be at the uh, the plateau place, the floating continent for like six hours on Wednesday. So just just strap under your butts. We're gonna be there for a while. <laughs> um and uh that's gonna and of course go to chartshot.com for this very episode, this very show and of course our Sister Show center Shot which is coming to the conclusion end of the Dragon Ball Marathon. And then of course listen to the wrestling episode well, watch long as I do with Thomas, uh, and of course check our Twitter account for the polls that go live as well. Thank you for listening and uh joining us live. You are here live. Um we'll see you all next week for another episode of Chart Shot. Until next time guys <laughs> as I hiccup, <laughs> take charge. <laughs> Amelia Watson?
1: You should cut out the the Stay Charged and the recording and just end it with, until next time... (laughs)